Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, while Clark Kent anxiously paces the DA's office... Certain that Jimmy Olsen and Jack Wilson have stumbled into some great danger, the boys are helpless prisoners of the murderous Vincent Kirby, bigoted leader of the Knights of the White Carnation. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, it's something like a picture gallery, a collection of those comic buttons in that new series from packages of Kellogg's Pet. Because every one of those 18 characters is really famous. Take uh, Vitamin Flintheart, for instance. You've followed his adventures for years and years. And Brenda Starr. Everybody knows how pretty she is. And Superman himself. And all the wonderful things he does. So it's a real thrill to wear those comic buttons pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap. Not to mention that they're so keen looking and bright. And here's it a load of fun to swap duplicates with your pals. And it's fun to get a new comic button every time Mom opens a new package of Kellogg's Pet. That's the only way you can get these prizes, you know. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. But you get a comic button in each package of Kellogg's Pep you open. That's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Pep, the golden toasted whole wheat flakes with a catchy sunshine flavor. Pep, the crisp, fresh breakfast cereal that's so good for you with its added energy vitamin B1 and sunshine vitamin D. Yes, sir, gang, Mom's mighty glad to have you eat lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. In a malicious attempt to spread intolerance among Metropolis youngsters, the hate-mongering Knights of the White Carnation manufactured evidence that led to the arrest of two high school athletes on the charge of throwing a basketball game. Then, when Cub reporter Jimmy Olsen and Jack Wilson, captain of the team, stumbled on the trail of an agent for the hate organization, they offered to work for him in order to obtain evidence against the bigots. That night, the agent, known to them only as Joe, took them to another high school, where he ordered them to break in and paste up vicious, race-smearing handbills. Making their way into the principal's office, Jimmy and Jack were about to phone Clark Kent when Joe entered and caught them. As we continue a short time later, Vincent Kirby, wealthy and aristocratic leader of the Knights of the White Carnation, answers the phone in his library. Listen. Hello? Mr. Kirby? Yes? Is it Joe, Joe McMillan? McMillan? Didn't I tell you never to call me at my home? Yeah, but this is important. Well, it had better be. Well, what is it? You know those two kids I told you about? The ones who followed me today and said they wanted to work with us? Yes? Well, I found out they're spies. Spies? Yeah. One of them who said his name was Jim Adams isn't a high school kid at all. His real name is Jim Olson, and he's a newspaper reporter. A reporter? Are you sure? Positive. What's more, I caught the little punk just as he was calling up the district attorney. Good heavens, did he complete the... Don't worry, I stopped him before he could shoot his mouth off. Good. Where are these boys now? I got them in my place, and I thought before I do anything, I'd better check with you. All right. Stay where you are. I'll be right out. Okay, Mr. Come 
wanted a Mr. K. Uh, Mr. K. Uh, which one is this, Joe? This is Jim Olson, a reporter for the Daily Planet. How do you know? He had his wallet on him with his identification and press card. Look, who are you? What's the idea of wearing a mask? You afraid I'll recognize... I'll ask the questions. Now, why did you pose as a high school student and say your name was Adams? What are you trying to find out? As if you didn't know. Answer me. My answer is you better let Jack and me go. Oh, I... oh let go of my arm. Talk fast oh. and answer the questions. Get her up. Break your oh, arm. let go. Ow. Well, Olson. You gonna talk? <laughs> Dirty cowards, if I was just a little bigger. Never mind, talk. Okay, okay, let go. I just as well know we're on to what you're up to. Really? This should be interesting. Go on, Olson. Tell us what made you stick your foolish young neck out. Oh, I used to go to Metropolis High School. Cass Pulaski and Tony Rizzuti, the two boys who were arrested for throwing the championship basketball game the other night, are friends of mine. Oh, they are, right? Quiet, Joe. Go on, Olson. I was sure they didn't throw the game. And the gambler who testified he bribed them was lying. I couldn't figure out why he was framing Tony and Cass. Until this morning. So? And what did you discover this morning, Olson? Well, when I found out that your boy Joe here was around the school passing out pamphlets that smeared Tony and Cass and generally stirring up the students against all others who happen to have foreign-sounding names, I knew then what was cooking. You did, huh? Yeah. Because I've seen hate manga's work before. And when I told Mr. Ken... I mean, another planet reporter about it. We figured out right away that some dirty hate mongers had framed Cass and Tony in order to spread race prejudice among the school kids. Indeed. You're a real bright boy, ain't you? Well, no I... wait, Joe. So you and Mr. Clark Kent figured all this out, huh? I presume you mean Clark Kent. Huh? Oh, no, wait, I, I didn't say anything. I about... know. And I'm reasonably sure you were referring to Mr. Kent because he's made a nuisance of himself before. No, wait. Mr. Kent didn't have anything to do with this, I tell you. It was all my idea. Yeah, we'll get to him later. Put Olsen back in the other room with the Wilson boy, Joe. Tell Fargo to watch them. Then come back here. Okay. Come on, Olsen. No, wait. What's the idea of keeping Jack and me here? What are you going to do to us? You'll find out, you dirty little spy. Now go on. Get going. Wait, but, now wait a Shut minute. Shut up and get in there. Oh, you dirty... Take man. care of this rat, Fargo. Oh, Joe? This isn't so good, Mr. Kirby. This Olsen kid and that Kent guy have got our play all figured out. Relax. There's nothing to worry about as long as they don't know who's behind it. But they may have others spying on us. This Kent sounds like a smart apple. Yes, he's very clever. Too clever, as a matter of fact. Because from something he said to Mr. Mortimer, the chairman of the school board, he even suspects that we murdered Charles Canfield. Holy smokes. Now, don't get excited. He can't ever prove it. But how can he even suspect? Listen, we got to take care of that guy in a hurry. I don't want to go to the chair. Don't get excited, I said. We'll take care of everything and everybody in due time. Yeah, yeah, but... Fortunately, we got Olsen and the Wilson boy before they could do any harm. And we're going to make use of them. Very good use of them. How do you mean? You'll see. First, I'm going to call up Clark Kent. Kent? What are you calling him for? For a very good reason, Joe. But you don't... Be quiet a minute. Is Clark Kent there, please? I wonder if you could tell me where to locate him. It's quite important. You say the district attorney's office? The district attorney. Oh, very well. I'll try in there. Thank you. Good night. Listen, Mr. Curtin, uh, Hand me the phone book, please, Joe. Oh, wait a minute. I said hand me the phone book, please. I want to look up the district attorney's number. Kent is there with him. Will you please tell me why you want to talk to Kent when right now that guy is dynamite? I'll explain everything later. Hand me the phone book. I'm worried about Jim Olson and the Wilson boy, Mr. Agnew. Hi, Kent. Well, because I'm afraid that man, Joe, is suspicious of the boys. 
which is why he called for them personally instead of phoning them as he said he would. Now, look, Kent, according to Olson's story, Joe said he had a job for them, didn't he? Uh, yes, but... Well, when they've done the job, whatever it is, then we'll hear from them. Now, that worries me, too. What if he Wait don't... Where's my phone? District Attorney's office. Agnew speaking. Uh, hello, is Clark Kent there, please? Yes, just a minute. For you, Kent. For me? Yeah. Here. Oh, thanks. Clark Kent speaking. Uh, Mr. Kent, my name is Davis. Yes, Mr. Davis? Uh, two boys were just in my store. They wanted to use the telephone, but both booths were occupied. Oh? Uh, and then one of them said his name was Jim Olson. Jim Olson? What about Jim Kent? Wait, Mr. Agnew. Uh, Olson said that he and his friend were in a great hurry and asked me to do him a big favor. Yes, Mr. Davis, go on. Well, he asked if I would call you at the district attorney's office and tell you that he and Jack were all right. Oh? And not to worry if you didn't hear from them tonight. Uh, that they had a hot lead on the basketball frame-up and were following it. What? Listen, Mr. Davis, where are you located? Oh, yes. They also asked if uh, you would phone their mothers and tell them not to worry. I, I think that's all. Good night. Uh, wait a minute. Where's your store, Mr. Davis? Uh, hello. Hello, Mr. Davis. Hello. Hello. What is it, Kent? Hello. Oh, he hung up. Will you please tell me who that was? And what about Jim and Jack Wilson? It was a fellow named Davis who said Jim and Jack had just been in his store, and since both phone booths were occupied, Jim left after asking him to call me here and tell us not to worry. Hmm? That he and Jack were following up a hot lead on the basketball frame-up. Oh, where is this fellow Davis? That's what I was trying to find out, but he hung up without answering. Probably in a hurry. Well, Kent, anyhow, it's a relief to know the boys were apparently okay, isn't it? Not too sure they're okay, Mr. Agnew. But this fellow just said so. Yes, but there was something phony about that call. Phony? What do you mean? Well, Jim wouldn't go off on his own again that way after I gave him strict orders not to. And my hunch says that he and Jack Wilson are in trouble. Real serious trouble. Uneasy, Clark Kent frets, a sixth sense telling him that his young friends are in trouble. And as we know, they are. Why did Kirby make that call to Kent? We'll know in a moment when we return to the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, every once in a while, it's a good idea to take stock of your collection of comic buttons in that new series from Packages of Kellogg's Pet and see just exactly how you're coming along. Because uh, you don't want to miss out on a single one of those 18 new and different comic buttons. You want to get right in on that fun that all the fellows and girls are having. And you want to be in there pitching when they're swapping duplicates. You know, these bright-colored buttons really show up when you wear them pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap. They're pictures of your favorite comic strip characters like Cindy and, and Spud and, and Superman himself. 18 of them in all. Every single one a real humdinger. So remind Mom to keep you stocked up on Kellogg's Pet, because that's the only way you can get these nifty prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But every time you open a package of Pep, there's your comic button inside. And there's some mighty swell eating, too, believe me. Kellogg's Pep is so crisp and fresh, these toasted whole wheat flakes are so loaded with that catchy sunshine flavor that... Well, you practically can't resist them. So ask Mom for lots of P-E-P. The Sunshine Cereal, Kellogg's Pep. As our story continues, we return to Joe McMillan's apartment, where Vincent Kirby has just replaced the telephone after speaking to Clark Kent. His eyes wide in shocked amazement, McMillan recovers his voice and turns to Kirby. What was the idea of that call to Kent? Why did you say you were somebody named Davis and Austin and Wilson were okay? Simple, Joe. I did that because I don't want Kent or the police looking for the boys, yet. 
Oh, I get it. I want them to think they're all right until they find them. What do you mean, until they find them? You see, Joe, I have a very special use for those two boys. Yeah? Like what? Well, within the next 24 hours, you're going to see hate sweep through Metropolis. Red-hot, murderous hate directed against all people of foreign ancestry in the city. Well, Yes, Joe. This is the moment the Knights of the White Carnation have been waiting for. His cold, aristocratic face reflecting maniacal cruelty, Vincent Kirby, leader of the un-American Knights of the White Carnation, contemplates with evil pleasure the wave of falsely inspired hatred which he plans to make run like red fire through Metropolis within the next 24 hours. What is the murderous Kirby's plan? And how will Superman, who only suspects that Jimmy Olsen and Jack Wilson are in danger, find and save them and prevent the hate mongers from starting a race riot based, as always, on a pyramid of lies? Tomorrow's episode is packed with thrills and suspenseful excitement, gang. So don't miss a minute of it. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Snap, crackle, pop. Hey, that's a swell song to hear at the breakfast table, isn't it, gang? Means your bowl of Kellogg's Rice Krispies is crisp as crisp can be. Means doggone good eating. Why, these golden bubbles of oven puff rice are so fresh and crisp, they snap, crackle, and pop when you pour on milk. That's why those famous little elves named Snap, Crackle, and Pop are, are around so much these days in cartoons and on the Rice Krispies package to remind you to ask Mom for the one and only Snap, Crackle, and Pop cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.